0: I'm a mega kid. I'm a mega kid. Sorry we to interrupt. Two
1: mega kids here. Hell yeah! Uh, one of them is Josh. The other is Caesar. <laughs> and we're here to say that Trump is the way, the light, and the hay. May he rest in peace.
0: And he even ternity. loves all the gays. Mega. <laughs>
1: uh, so yeah, what a what a wonderful way to start the pod, listening to some childish raps. Oh. Um, some new up-and-coming childish Gambinos, you could say. Mm. Um, basically, we're talking about the MAGA challenge, which is servicing and having its annual resuscitation around <laughs> the social media, uh, which basically is just about this guy named Bryson Gray's MAGA boy song.
0: That- can I just say? Can I just inter- quickly interject?
1: go for it yes go for it Mag
0: kid One... i'm gonna be real with the listeners this is take three for this episode's recording <laughs> and each time this man has introduced bryson gray and the glorious maga original challenge song so i just want to point that out that you are indeed love with in love with the hip-hop anthem of our dearly beloved president maga trump go ahead
1: only the originals, not the oh, chopped and screwed version. Got you, got you, got Sorry. you. My M- be,
0: Might be, my be. Yeah, <coughs>
1: because <laughs> the other versions happen to be featuring a bunch of white people. Whoa, who are kind of practicing, charged, drugging off. Excuse me, they mo- ma- mainly a lot of the <laughs> white people,
0: but <laughs> uh, mainly. <laughs> Hold on, i
1: country person. Let's
0: get it. To, let's give the listeners a taste because uh, we got a taste earlier. But I, I just can't. I just can't get enough of these people. Their their music is just astounding, and their flows are just. They just hit when they hit. They hit. You know. You, you know. I'm always saying that. Don't I always say that? You are. Uh, when they hit, they hit. Um, so let's uh, have another listen because this will be a listen probably. There's 4.8 million views. We're at least the eight in that million. Uh, here we go. Those are all me.
2: I'm a MAGA kid. I'm a MAGA kid. I'm here to blow up the liberals' list. Schools should expose files and vaccines. Today, uh. it is really hard uh. to be a team. Now listen up, Greta. This message is for you. We are warriors of God, and we listen pray up. for you. How dare you? How dare you? Spread fear with your ego, but the truth is where we go. Our human rights come from God, not government. Brainwash puppet, you were sent. You liberals ass. <laughs> Really, really strange, but MAGA kids are now in the game. Unity and peace is our prize. We hold our president way up high like an eagle. We will take flight in God. We trust MAGA kids fight in God. We trust MAGA kids fight.
1: Woo bars. Woo spitting fire, <laughs> spitting truth. Listen up, Greta, you ungrateful little <laughs> fucking bitch. <laughs> You better listen the fuck up. We're
0: fucking coming this for you.
1: God, it's, not go, it's not, God and government, okay, <laughs> bitch? Stupid. <laughs> what are you dumb? <laughs> oh God, <laughs> these kids. These
0: oh, kids that would Hate Greta. <laughs>
1: they hate her so much. She's
0: so fucking much. So
1: Kid who's trying to take your fun away. Listen up, Greta.
0: Hey, Greta, you spoiled, entitled bitch. We're coming for you. Listen
1: up, coming over here trying to save the fucking world.
0: Her, I want to hear the Greta part. I want to hear the. Who think you are? I want to hear the Greta part again, real real quick, because there's some things in there I want to break down.
2: but the truth is where we go. We are warriors of God.
0: (laughs) We're gonna hear it again. It's
2: really hard to be a team. Now listen up, Greta. This message is for you.
0: So, so right there, these next fucking. Listen
2: up,
1: Greta.
0: This message
2: is for you. So listen up, because this entire rap.
0: It's about you. your ass. So the next 30 seconds, you better get ready to be roasted.
2: We are warriors of God, and we're praying for you.
0: So, hey. We she,
1: are warriors of God, and we pray for you.
0: She just wants to let you know that I fucking hate your guts, you dirty little bitch. But I'm going to pray for you because we're warriors of God. We love him. He's on our side.
1: Well, if, God just, if God just fucking let me I'd ram my <laughs> sword right through your fucking gut, you bitch. <laughs> Trying to save the fucking world? Who do you think you are? That's all these people want to tell her, dude. I'm just going to spank you so fucking hard. Holy shit. <laughs> Never have I seen such vitriol from these people towards oh. a fucking child. That they don't even know who's literally trying to save your dumbass life. That you and fucked up. Even know you.
0: Oh man. I love the grinning teeth. Listen up, Greta. God, let me Listen i just up, fucking shove this Bible right up your t- ass. <laughs> And into your throat. Listen
1: up, Greta. Greta, I've it?
0: about had it with you. Don't make me pray for that ass. Uh, so let's hear the rest of the hot message. Oh, how
2: dare you? How dare you spread fear with your ego? But the truth is where we go.
0: So her, Greta's ego, so dude. How
2: dare you? How dare you Spad, spread spread <laughs> ego
1: with your truth? But or wait, no, with your fear. But the truth is where we go.
0: Right. So she's
1: spreading. Fear with her ego with Her ego. what is her ego <laughs>
0: well these truth That's hunters so these truth hunters are about to let you know dude
1: how dare you you dumb fucking bitch
2: <laughs> <laughs> our human rights come from god not government
0: so she just wants to let you know human that god's needs. giving you these human rights not this dumbass government that you keep calling out A Greta your medical
1: insurance, your <laughs> medical insurance that's God. God. That's water. Yeah. That's that's praying. That's the you blessing. Your health insurance from Jesus. When you wake up in the morning and you say, Jesus, thank God I'm alive. That's your health insurance. You you don't need to go to the doctor. That's your paycheck. This that's where
0: your taxes you are. Your taxes idiot? go to the gates. The heavenly gates.
1: What are you ta- yeah.
0: <laughs> They go directly cool. to keep the gates secured from people like Greta. <clears throat> huh? that's God, not Greta. government.
1: Greta doesn't even want to pay her heavens toll. She just wants to get right in. If God just let me use my flaming chariot to ride over that bitch's body. <laughs>
0: Ooh, man! I love the teeth. It is
1: incredibly easy to get into the mindset of these people.
0: They're just angry. <laughs> that's all it is. It's just one. All the time. One thought. I'm pissed.
1: One reactionary who, angry blog.
0: Who am I pissed at next? It's that dirty little bitch, oh, grotto man. over there.
1: <laughs> so yeah, so that's what basically the MAGA challenge Wait. is, and Trump is going to be voting for the best one of them.
2: Brainwash puppet, you were set. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's where I that that was the that was the most trouble puzzling part that I wanted to play back because is this part of the message still to Greta? Is she still a brainwashed puppet that was sent by by who? Who does she think is sent? By the Jews probably <laughs> George
1: Soros is paying her? Can't you see that? <laughs> No, oh, no one is fuck. listening to me mom <laughs> no
0: holy shit man that's hilarious
1: fucking shit brainwashed puppet you were sent
2: <laughs> you liberals ass Really, really strange, but MAGA kids are now in the game. Unity and Peace is our prize. We hold our president way up high.
0: Let- okay, after the Greta threat, I lose interest.
1: Yeah, it's, it's nothing. It's just gibberish.
0: <laughs> At
1: least she had some focus in the beginning. She was attacking... Uh,
0: she had a target. She had something to lay out.
1: Uh, someone, Yes, yeah, she had a target. And then you went and chose the Democrats as a whole, and it's like, you don't know what you're like, <laughs> at least with like, like we need more kid on kid violence. I think.
0: Yeah, you know, there in, needs in to be. Of, I'm pro bullying.
1: <laughs> I I'm pro cyber bullying. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Good callback. I cyber bully him.
1: <laughs> well, um, goddamn, that those are just great. Wait, play another one of the mega challenges. Um, um, only because, again, people. I think it's it's imperative that you understand how much content, how much contempt these people have for not only their fellow man but just their country in general and it's all at the behest of their president
0: <laughs> let's see
1: the biggest boy
0: let's try this one i really don't know what's a good i'm pulling up a compilation so I'm let's sure see i'm sure
1: they're all good got no color
2: oh no
0: a little soul said,
2: oh, Ain't got no color.
0: <laughs> I mean, his voice isn't bad. I
1: said, oh, Not bad at Maga
2: all. Okay. Ain't got no color.
1: Magga ain't got no color.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, this guy's fresh.
1: I love that it he's reading like his lyrics Fred from Cavanaugh. the phone. Betas, the math, no what? What was that line? They got betas, they got Asians talking about the math,
0: but I guess no one it. What? What was that line? They got betas, they got Asians talking about the math. I don't want to explain it. <laughs> what the fuck line was that? They got beige, I got Asians. Oh, man. They got math. I don't want to explain it very strange uh
1: but the good majority of them you can go down a, a nice little warm home
0: now we bring this up because of that trump challenge i mean he's literally went on a tweet storm saying hey uh i'm gonna pick out the winner this week i'm so very excited won't you join me in basking in the glory I'm of so the mega
1: excited <laughs> people are telling me they're loving the mega challenge that's Lots
0: what they're, they're saying people to me are
1: doing it
0: Yeah, he had a pretty funny tweet that I wanted to read that I thought was pretty awesome um, that just kind of like encapsulates exactly what his presidency has led up to and what his entire presidency has been. So let me just read. In order to continue being the most transparent president in history, I will be releasing sometime this week the transcript of the first and therefore most important phone call I had with the president of Ukraine. I'm sure you will find it tantalizing. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> oh shit it now, sounds like some sex journal
0: now do you think he wrote that one because there are different tweets where he's his brain is leaking pretty hard and then there's others that were so eloquently strung together like that one
1: hmm. i don't know honestly i mean he ca- <laughs> i feel like trump is his own since he's his own brand he would write
0: all. <laughs> he's his own brand things. yeah you're right Let's see. There was a funny one. I mean, they're all funny, dude. His brain just, like I said, it just goes off the deep end and just the fumes start he flying is, out.
1: Yeah, I think a lot of people mistake his sort of uh, his just like his villainous persona and his just like obvious idiocy for, you know, for like the demon demonization of democracy that he is. But right. in reality, He's actually really funny. like, And he just Dude, he's doesn't hilarious. know it. Uh, a lot of times he he's just a troll. He's literally a troll.
0: <laughs> I don't know if he's just a troll or if he's just extremely, extremely self-centered to the point where it seems trollish. But he really just has no regard for anything other than himself and just feels that he, yeah, like that tweet says, the most important this, the most important that. Like, he is the best. He is the all-encompassing man of America. I love it. That's why
1: people love him.
0: That's why they love him. (laughs) That's why we all love him. Yeah, he takes no shit from anybody. And he gives sloppy people, like sloppy people, a place, like a hero to look up to. Like, look at him. He doesn't even care. He doesn't tailor his pants or his suit. I can dress like that and be important.
1: We are talking about him in the same manners that people were talking about George Bush, George W. Bush, and making fun of him. And, yeah. you know, uh, and just like, just creating a fucking comedic caricature of him as this b- befuddled idiot in office who doesn't know what he's doing, like a monkey, basically. And then here comes Trump, who just obliterates that image to the point where it's like, Do we even know what irony is anymore? Like, or
0: oh, there's no such thing, yeah,
1: exactly. Because he's just confounded that notion, you know, and now it's come to the point where people like Bush can resurface
0: and hang out with with Ellen
1: and hang out with Ellen,
0: yeah. Because the only
1: imagine in 10 years from now, Trump being the exact same. If he's still
0: alive, that is, Oh, you know, dude, they're going to love, they're going to think he's was hilarious and he's exact, such a bumbling exactly. little old. By the time he's out of office, he'll be what, like, I don't, fucking ancient, all right? More ancient than he already is. So they're going to be like, there goes that wacky Trump. Remember when he was president? And they're just going to laugh it off. He's
1: wearing president, president, you know, remember that guy? He's so funny and cute and just big dumb
0: it's gonna be interesting though when he does come of like a, his demise like what's gonna happen to him at what's the end of the trump era look like
1: i uh, it's gonna it's the echoes are going to remain i think with our culture for a long time until yeah. a lot of people kind of like i people i feel people just have a, a a very strong conversation with themselves in terms of like what they want to see in their world and what they think a world could look like uh and i like is that is that going to be joining a movement and a revolution and like changing that to get to that or just like being stagnant and then yeah. fucking into i just going I, into
0: I had this conversation chaos. last night with my family and just like people in america are just too goddamn comfortable we got monday night football the Absolutely. biggest game in football this season was the 49ers Seahawks like that's all that everyone people talk about for the longest time and then now you got like the fucking disney app people are fixated on oh my god have you seen all the stuff that's on the disney app myself included that, <laughs> that just started but it's just like that prevents us from having like these revolutions and like actually making like a uh united front to make a serious change when shit gets fucked up because shit's fucked up dude like la is a fucking mess like i've just like i went on a road trip to oakland a couple weeks ago and just driving through this, through LA, and then like through like Central Valley and back into the city. I'm just like, damn, dude, LA, the California itself is like fucking crumbling, dude. Because at yeah, the time when we went, there was the fire in Sonoma, like, and then there was the fire in LA. There was just another brush fire here in by Warner Brothers, and there was like another fire like two weeks ago. It fucking uh, Woodier Narrows. Woodier Narrows. and i mean you just like but
1: uh, all of these fucking natural or like
0: well you you add add to that that too the influence Or go ahead finish yeah i mean add to that the homeless crisis that's going on in la too like those this fire that was started in whittier narrows was due to like a homeless encampment too so there's no like a treatment for these people that's just going to continue to happen and fires are just going to be get greater and greater and more frequent and it's on fire dude. It's literally on fire and people aren't doing shit about it. We're still fucking caught up We're in We're not
1: seeing any rain coming. No rain. That's
0: it's been sure. hot still. Seriously.
1: We're in what day again? November?
0: <laughs> Mid-November.
1: Like Jesus fucking Christ. And now we have this it's like we can't talk about these unnatural events <coughs> with these fires happening in the in in uh, California specifically. Without linking it to these bigger issues of like climate change, and it's like, if people don't start getting serious about wanting to change that, then where this is going to just happen much more frequent.
0: Yeah, but unless that bitch Greta gets in power, she
1: she gets in my fucking way. (laughs) I just want to light her down, fucking fire.
0: So I think that's a good segue to kind of get into what's going on in Bolivia right now, wouldn't you say?
1: Yeah, definitely. I mean. That's like a one U.S. (laughs) kind of aided event that uh, we could pay attention to.
0: So I actually don't know the U.S.'s involvement in there. I've just been since it's been kind of been coming up on my feed and stuff. I've been reading further into what's going on with Bolivia and Evo Morales and all that stuff. Can you fill me in on the the American involvement? I Jack mean, Ryan as, as involvement it
1: pertains to like the Americans being involved. It's mainly just giving support <clears throat> to like the legitimacy of the opposition, mm. which goes a long ways in terms of like that global recognition. Because it's, right. like, once a big power like the United States backs this uh, this government or this newly sort of enforced government, then it kind of uh, it kind of creates like a chain effect for other. Countries to step in line with that and, and and kind of commit their solidarity to the United States, right? Um, but also, there's uh, what's called the Organization of American States, the OAS, mm-hmm. uh, which is a I don't know if that's a body of the United States government, but I, I know that we work with the OAS um, as they do work within Latin America, overwatching and overseeing certain elections in specific governments, but. They have had like a very very uh fickle past in terms of like their getting their hands involved in uh haiti's election for instance i think uh, i don't, I think it was in o nine or something or it was towards the end uh towards the earthquake, i mm-hmm. believe so it must have been o nine um or 08 and then they, basically, the Organization of American States oversaw the election that they wanted to get this guy out that had been in office in the 60s, I believe, or the 70s, that the CIA had removed from office in a coup, and this guy came back to run again, and it looked like he was going to win, and the Organization of American States released – Um, certain statements about the uh, election total to make it seem like the Haitian government was stealing votes or basically, like, fudging uh, the the numbers to make it look like they won. Mm -hmm. So this kind of created the incentive and the uproar for people to basically, and the military to basically rebel against the government and effectively destroy their sort of political, any sort of political... Uh, ideology and revolution that was percolating in Haiti. So that's the OAS that kind of the U.S. is affiliated with, and their involvement in Bolivia now kind of echoes the same thing in Haiti, which is that they <coughs> oversaw this election, they released statements before the uh, total counts had even come out that made it seem that when the total count, or, I'm sorry, when, uh, there's this thing called the quick count, which is uh basically just start, once they get uh, the, the tallies and they just start counting them and they start releasing these numbers in what's called the quick vote. So it gives people and, and sort of strategists an opportunity to look at a data to form their polls as to who is looking like the perceived winner. Mm-hmm. And all polls pointed to Evo Morales winning uh, in the election. Mm-hmm. And when, the, when they released the quick vote tally Uh, when it was 84% counted, it had indicated that Aval was indeed ahead by like almost a 10%, like a 10% or 10 point margin. And uh, because of that, the OAS released this statement to the media, basically saying uh, that, you know, that they thought that there was some sort of irregularity in the election and that, Uh, They were releasing this total without having counted it yet so that it looked like Aval was personally overseeing this and telling them to Mm -hmm. tell the country that he had won when he really hadn't or something. And so he said to let them count it (coughs) again. So when they counted it again, by this point, they had counted like 90% of the total. And it turns out he really indeed have a 10-point lead. So because of that – Avo decided to, he he agreed to what the OAS, the Organization of American States, was going to deem as the legitimacy in the election. And the opposition basically didn't agree to that. And they decided to uh, bed themselves with the military. And the military basically forced Avo out of office. Uh, Or that's at least what it appears to have happened at this moment. And so. Uh, Evo is now in Mexico, because uh, Manuel López Obrador offer offered him asylum. Him asylum. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's Manuel, or Obrador, the president there, offered him asylum. So now he's there. And now in Bolivia, the military have started rounding up uh, members of the, in, you know, the indigenous-led MAS party which is Movimiento a Socialismo which is the party of Evo Morales Mm -hmm. and um, they have started rounding up key members of the MAS party and have started imprisoning them Uh, but it looks like the uh, the majority indigenous resistance is really fighting back against that and uh, so I mean there's like clear lines drawn right now And at the moment, the government is, like, uh, destabilized. So it's like no one really is in power, which is not a good sign because I've recently been seeing videos of, like, you know, military members in those fucking ski masks uh, going to indigenous poor neighborhoods Mm -hmm. and basically starting to kick down doors and rounding up people like they did in fucking Chile in 73. Because
0: it it has
1: a lot of, um, like...
0: uh, Right now, there's there's unrest yeah. there's unrest in Chile right now too, isn't there?
1: Absolutely, yeah. yeah. There's a lot of protests going on there, and I mean, I think like, and that those definitely echo uh, oh, the yeah. Pinochet government. Uh, but this specifically with with Evo Morales being forced out of government by the mi- military just screams of what happened in Chile. Luckily, I mean, they didn't fucking bomb his home like they did in '73, but. Um, it's still really fucking terrifying. It's teetering
0: you know, like, the on the extreme violence.
1: Absolutely, yeah. like, You see, police members are fucking cutting out the indigenous uh, flag from their from their vest and from their patches on their, you know, just to like signify that they're cutting ties with this indigenous president. Which comes to show it's like Abel Morales has come out and said, like, my only crime was being indigenous. My only crime was. Nationalizing certain uh, industries.
0: uh, So, what were they? What is it? What are they really threatened? What is what is Evo Morales really threatening? That they have to start this coup, essentially.
1: Well, it looks like some. From what I've been reading, there are some theories that it has to deal with uh, Evo Morales wanting to nationalize the lithium mines Mm -hmm. that exist in Bolivia. And as you like, lithium is like a central fuel go part to like batteries and a lot of technological devices that we use in the u.s which if they have like a, a right-wing authoritative government presiding over those mines they can just exploit its wealth and right. its resources so that's kind of like the main
0: i think so natural resources basically it,
1: natural resource it's he's like, renationalizing
0: you know, it and putting it towards back to the uh, bolivian economy
1: exactly just like and what's crazy is that Avil was when he came to office, uh, I, I don't know if it was in the early two thousands, maybe or late nineties, but when he came to office, oh, never mind then. I thought he came to office way earlier.
0: Yeah, uh, it was the thirteen years that his presidency has been has lasted.
1: Oh, so since two thousand six. Since, okay, since so two thousand six, yeah. So he's kind of coming off of the tail end of like the what's called the pink tide in Latin America, which happened throughout the early aughts and up until like twenty thirteen, kind of. <laughs> Uh, Because it was like this unification of left-wing sort of democratic governments within Latin America, specifically uh, Brazil, Uruguay, Paraguay, uh, Bolivia, uh, Ecuador, and uh, Venezuela that they all united and kind of wanted to nationalize a lot of their key industries because you're talking Venezuela has the oil. They got the gold, as we will remind you in a second. Um, and then Bolivia has got the lithium mines, you know, Chile has got a lot of mines and resources and, uh, it's just like all about consolidating those resources for North America for our benefit and to the detriment of those people. So
0: does North America, I Same mean, old shit. it feels like how, I mean, so many places we've invaded for natural resources. Are there any domestic resources to North America? I mean, uh, maybe, like, some oil, but it, there's no, like, precious resource, right, that U.S., I mean, the North American soil produces, other than, what, oil? I mean, that's all I can think of.
1: I mean, I'm sure there is, but we've probably exploited
0: a lot of it. Oh, too, true. So there's just, we're so overpopulated in North America, I'm sure it's gone. And Cause, well, like co- Yeah, because yeah, there was oh, cotton and stuff like that, like, cotton too. back in, yeah, yeah.
1: Like... <clears throat> it's just gotten to the point where we've had to uh, sort of um, expropriate it or like put or like send it to other countries in order to, or not <laughs> expropriate, I'm sorry, but what's the, that word when you send jobs to other countries and shit? Um, uh, I don't know. Basically it's that. It's yeah. just like sending those industries yeah. overseas. So you have more laxability ability with taxes and, Governments and right. so you can just exploit for profit up to your
0: to your cheap capacity. labor, yeah,
1: cheap, extremely cheap, and they know that in the U.S., at least as it was in the seventies and eighties when there's a very, str- or I mean, maybe even earlier when there was a very strong labor movement, uh, there, you know, they didn't really have that wiggle room in the, wiggle room in the U.S. Mm-hmm. Uh, as compared to the other countries, but. Fuck, solidarity with fucking Bolivia, man. Because that, that fucking, it's so clearly a coup,
2: yeah. and
1: it's insane and aggravating that people just like won't call it that, call it what it is. Especially like national news media outlets that are just like, oh, it looks like Evo Morales is, is being called to step down.
0: Yeah, He's being yeah. Called to They're respond. making light of it.
1: It's just like the, it's almost like they're making fun of it. They're not saying anything about what's going on. It's just like it looks like there's something going on in Bolivia. It just
0: That's makes it. me wonder how is it when if this if and when this happens in the United States, what is it how is it gonna be portrayed in the media? And what is it gonna look like? Is it gonna be violent with you know, the way it is in Chile with you mean police like, a coup? like well, not a coup, but I guess civil unrest to the point where basically the country is starting to destabilize. Like, do you think that, I mean, police now are already pretty running, pretty rampant. Not rampant, but, you know, like, basically to their own authority. And what happens when, like, shit just goes out, out, like, if there's, like, a martial law or something. Like, imagine how many fucking people are just going to get murdered just because cops already want to do that, you know?
1: Oh, yeah. No, I I do think that, like there is more reason for it to happen in the U S because 100 uh, like, a,
0: well, that's my to my point of like Los Angeles or the, one of the biggest economies in the country is fucking crumbling. And the, the cut, the state is just falling apart. And it's like, that should reflect the rest of the country because dude, California looks nice compared to a lot of rural places in like, the midwest uh, those places are way worse than it is here and here it's just overpopulated so Uh i'm just like what really is it gonna take for us to get up and be like we just need to have us like a unified protest to something like what is it gonna take
1: well that see that's why there's that long-running joke that says why haven't there been attempted coups in washington dc because there's no u.s embassy there (laughs) no Okay, and that's exactly why it's happened in every other one of these fucking countries. Like, true you can damn well bet that I bet like other fucking countries would want to do the same thing to us because imagine having that strong uh that stronghold as the u s. being your fucking totalitarian government, you know that's you you're jackpot. that's it. you're done. yeah, you've won.
0: We just said we're the biggest in town, dude. That's why people love Trump because he—he's rep- literally the embodiment of what America represents globally.
1: <laughs> Seriously, what? And and then keep in mind, I mean Trump. They came out with a statement declaring that they recognize uh, the coup in Bolivia and that they yeah. support the opposition.
0: Yeah, so I had a tweet that he, I, I, some or a quote rather, that he said he described it as a significant moment for democracy. They love to use democracy when they overthrow Absolutely. governments in the Western Hemisphere. They use this term, like, we're going to instill democracy. Like, okay, and this this is like another little tangent. Like, yesterday was Veterans Day right and i monday and i was watching football and like you know of course always the nfl has to do the like we salute you troops like this and that like they had troop commercials and like there was i just i was having this discussion and it was a lot of them were saying like if it wasn't for the 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 u.s military i wouldn't be able to play this game like i wouldn't be able to hang with be with my children and i was like why how like what do they do that (laughs) prevents anything from encroaching on this freedom that we have like What freedom is is there to be defended? No one's coming to the U.S. No one is trying to take any of this away from you. So why are we thanking these people for giving us the opportunity to do something? It just doesn't make any sense. Like, all these guys do is spill blood. I mean, at the end of the day, like, of course, you got some military people who are just stationed. You know, they're on reserves. They do technology, whatever. I'm not talking about those guys. I'm talking about the actual military when it's actually put to the real intent that the, gov- the US has put it to, you know, like it just yeah, makes yeah. no fucking sense to me.
1: And that's what we praise. I mean, that's, yeah, what we, the glory. that's what we put in the media. That's what I was talking about earlier with the, uh, with the Jacobin article. So like in the new Jacobin magazine that talks about uh, war is a racket. There are, there's a really funny section about Hollywood and the Pentagon. And in terms of like what, sort of movies and uh entertainment industries were financed by the military but also got the backing in terms of being able to use their equipment and stuff Mm -hmm. um so the for instance the main criteria that the military uses is how could the proposed production benefit the military (laughs) could it help in recruiting and is it in sync with present policy uh, which more often than not means making the military and its hardware look heroic and wholesome. So, How cool
0: can you make us look, Hollywood?
1: Yeah, exactly. Which is why you got Michael Bay fucking directing uh, 13, 13 Hours or whatever. And, and producing Jack executive Ryan. Executive producing Jack Ryan, exactly. Yeah. Um, so a few of these movies that I wanted to mention, one of them was not financed by the military called rolling thunder came out in 1977 about a war veteran who loses his family uh to a violent home invasion and decides to seek a retaliate and and retaliate against those responsible and the air force refused to provide assistance because they claimed that at that time no prisoner of war returned from vietnam with schizophrenia
0: everyone's basically
1: saying. Hey, he's all good dude he might have lost a limb but it's not like he's fucking crying
0: his brother him. might have died to the side of him but he's good i mean whatever move on
1: um another one top gun of course was financed uh by the military um and of course as everybody knows top gun features uh the darling tom cruise and val and... kilmer who
0: are gay for each other <laughs>
1: And the DOD and the Navy approved assistance on this film since it clearly portrayed the Navy in a very positive light. First contact was meeting between producers and Navy public affairs first week in June 1983. First script delivered to DOD 15th of November 1983. And the film completed rehabilitation of the military's image, which had been savaged by the Vietnam War. So basically this movie kind of repurpose the image of of the military to the general public after
0: Vietnam
1: so after Vietnam, you're talking about here's this movie, the worst casualties. And people see this movie and they're like, you know what? The military is not so bad. Actually.
0: Do like, you think Jacob's, Jacob's ladder, ladder was uh, funded by the military? Which one? Jacob's ladder.
1: Jacob's ladder. absolutely not. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what about, Definitely not. what about full metal jacket? <laughs> uh,
1: the, the really funny one out of this bunch though, I talked to you about this earlier was, uh, the Adventures of Mary-Kate and Ashley, The Case of the U.S. Navy Adventure, in which Mary-Kate <laughs> and Ashley are called by the real astronaut, Alan Bean, to help solve a, perple- a perplexing problem. <laughs>
0: the real danger astronaut?
1: The launch of the U.S. space shuttle. Ooh. Musical Mystery features two
0: new songs. <laughs> Why? You included that in the first time you read this to <laughs> What does it's, that mean? It
1: includes that in the article at the very end. That's like the, that's like the description they're getting that they released with the movie, I
0: believe. Oh, I, I see, I see. Yesterday, during the game, uh, they had a, like a military band play between like halves or something, or like when they would cut to break. Uh-huh. It just looks so fucking lame, <laughs> dude. I'm sorry. <laughs> you guys are troops. We get it. You, they're, they're just playing bass and two vocalists. It was just very cringe. Uh,
1: Major pain. You remember that one? Oh, yeah. The comedy one with uh, Damon Damon Wayans. um, Who is a discharged major, finds himself commanding a group of mismatched cadets. Um, Apparently, that one didn't, you know, seek the funding of the military because another warrior out of battle story. Patton-like Marine, who has nothing to do in peacetime, takes over school and becomes humanized. Apparently, that's a bad thing to the
0: military yeah jesus does it was that an actual statement by the military
1: yeah so basically these the statements that they're getting these from are uh that's very bizarre in in the late 90s um they the office who basically goes over all of the scripts and stuff and makes their corrections and offers assistance they created a database for all of uh, all of this uh, information and uh, including ones made at the dawn of the American film industry. Jesus Christ. Uh, Wait,
0: so they're just like and, templates that they have that like this does not meet these regulations and standards for the military portrayal in media.
1: Well, you got to imagine the fucking Pentagon keeps high documentation of everything they've assisted on mm. in regards to film. So it's like these are mainly like their opinions are their like their uh, so then their criticisms of it, also why they financed it, as to like I was saying earlier, it offers a positive light.
0: So then the, on the military, but the major pain quote of
1: the major pain quote was from these archives.
0: And can you read that back to me again?
1: Uh, yes, it said another warrior <laughs> out of battle story, Patton like marine who has nothing to do in peacetime. Takes over school and becomes humanized.
0: (laughs) That's horrifying. Becomes humanized. As opposed to being, what, weaponized?
1: Oh, uh... Goddamn. Also not financed.
0: Uh, What? uh, That makes the military look great.
1: That's what you would think, but apparently to them, no cooperation
0: (laughs) due to implausible
1: portrayal of military and story centered on aliens attacking from space and anemic u.s military response so basically <laughs> they were just mad that we didn't catch it earlier so right right that's, that's not honest enough
0: welcome to earth <laughs> wow that's surprising you know i mean yeah
1: welcome to earth do you want to join the military
0: have you seen bad boys while we're on will smith have you seen those movies? Uh,
1: bad boys yes i have i am one myself
0: <laughs> yeah you are bad boys for life what's one which one do you prefer one or two
1: I prefer. Um, what's the one where the mine goes off in the end and kills uh, uh, Moya? Uh,
0: that's the second Is one. Is that the second one? Yeah. Where they're
1: driving through the, the jungle impoverished neighborhoods. No, they're literally driving through impoverished houses with a fucking jeep or a Hummer or something. Maybe or that's remember. the and first the very one. End.
0: Honestly, I was watching this. i I started. I started. Watching both of them and they just kind of mesh together. Because after a while, I'm just like, okay. But the second one is funnier, I will say that. But uh, very racist and very very corny. Will Smith in the like nine late '90s, early 2000s, just was the same guy in every single movie. Smooth ass really dude, was. badass. He was the Rock before the we ro- you know enough. Fuck that. The, he was way smoother than the Rock. But he, he was, was just hit the same with guy. Guns. He was what? He was
1: just Hitch with guns. No, he hitch was just with he guns? was just
0: the Fresh Prince with guns, but, uh, you know, a more rugged version. Not not Fresh Prince. Hitch? He was-, he, he was Hitch. No. <laughs> what? He was not Hitch. He would be too... Sorry. Yes, he'd be he get was. He'd get too caught up in the pussy. <laughs> he wouldn't have time to kill.
1: Well, that's Michael Bay, huh? Those movies. Oh, bad yeah.
0: Boys? Yep, yep. That's why I thought of it. Michael uh
1: famous bad boy himself, um... Who, I guess this is a good segue now for his other uh, Oscar-nominated, Emmy-winning, SAG Award-winning, executively produced, patriotic, globetrotting show on Amazon Prime. Uh, For all you listeners. Ten Hut! Ten Hut, this is the new segment. Listen up. Listen up, fuckheads, jarheads. (laughs)
0: Listen up, grunts. We're here to take you to the country.
1: We're going to Venezuela today, locked and loaded.
0: Cocked and loaded. So uh, thoughts on episode two, dude. Let's get into that, then. Yeah,
1: so episode two. (laughs) Um, It starts off with Jack Ryan driving up to, uh, I believe, the U.S. Embassy in Venezuela. And he gets out of a car, bloody hand, uh, because, as we know, we left you off last week, listeners, with... Uh, unfortunately, Senator Moreno being shot to death in his his place of birth, at his place of birth, mm. his home country, yes. Venezuela.
0: On oh. natural soil.
1: Damn, uh, fool, you already took me out? Damn. <laughs> what? Anyway. Uh,
0: <laughs> what was that?
1: I was actually shocked that they took him out of... <laughs> Like the actor just being like, "Damn, they already took me out, fool! Oh, <laughs> yeah. I'm not even gonna be in the show anymore."
0: Dude, he probably got paid, bro. Either way, it's Michael Bay. But anyways, yes.
1: Um, so he, we find out that uh, you know Jack Ryan's pissed off, and he wants to know who the fuck shot his partner.
0: He's big so, dick swinging like a motherfucker, and he walks he, into the interrogation room with. That police chief Filberto, I don't, I think that's well, his name. Well, actually,
1: the police chief turns himself in. Mm, you're right.
0: In America, you're right. You're right. You're right.
1: And uh, I don't know why you would do such a thing. Oh, that's because at the end of the episode, he gets attacked. Episode, he gets attacked, and his whole fucking family dies because he got set up. I yep. we forgot. We, I think <clears throat> we forgot to mention that. But anyway. no, we did. We did. Oh, okay. Anyway, so he shows up. He wants to turn himself in, obviously because his family's died, killed, and he and mm-hmm. he believes that he might be next.
0: Rats on the um, many face god. And he uh, – what's so funny
1: about that, that interrogation scene is that like he's just like, hey, like I, I had to do this. You know, like my mom is sick. I had to – this is money and Jack Ryan's I don't give a fuck about your mom. Like, <laughs> yeah, I don't
0: give a fuck yeah, about your situation. Yeah, my yeah.
1: partner's dead. Basically coming in like the US exceptionalist asshole that he is and saying like, you know what? the death to one u.s center is the death to my entire country so you need you need to shut shut the fuck up about your woes because i got, got problems, real problems dude. you you know you got problems go see a therapist right now i need information okay yeah uh so anyway they <laughs> berate this guy into basically
0: the whole time asking him was was reyes mentioned was reyes mentioned Reyes Jack did this Jack Ryan
1: knows for sure that Reyes is the one who assigned
0: Reyes uh, is uh, Jack Ryan too. is so goddamn hard for Reyes This whole episode Can I just say so he's fucking he fucking really itching is. to fuck Reyes Hard
1: and everybody's like, "Are you sure, dude? Are you yeah. sure it was even him?" Like, we don't like, know. Maybe we should clear. No, no,
0: no, it was him. Yeah, he's just I ready know, to it was go. That
1: scumbag, that
0: fucking. So let the guy who's scumbag. acting on emotion kind of direct the whole squad yes. in this. Uh,
1: I think we should remind everybody: Nicholas Reyes represents, in the eyes of the CIA and the U.S., uh, Nicholas Maduro in real yes. life. Uh, but
0: in keep in mind, ways. in the epi- in the show, he really is painted out to be the bad guy, megalomaniac. Psycho that he is, Absolutely. that they're saying Absolutely. him to be, but the the real counterpart is no, not anywhere near the Nicholas Reyes and Jack Ryan,
1: not at all. Yeah. Uh, so. so then, so then after they berate this. Uh, police chief who was going to tell them what they wanted to know anyway i don't know why they had to like just like (laughs) create that exposition (laughs) Uh, just to make it clear that this guy's a piece of shit asshole
0: and then they can get whatever information they want out of him
1: um and then we meet a new character kind of uh who is this guy who's kind of working for communications um nick november is is that his name
0: yeah Mick and or Nick? I think it's Mick. Mitch. Anyways, the bald man who's Fuck helping that guy. Uh, <laughs> dude, their names dude. are so forgettable on this goddamn show. I had to, have, really I had to watch it with IMDB on because I couldn't fucking <laughs> underst- remember who was... I was like, who are they talking about right now? The Ooh. only
1: people they want you to remember whose names are, are Nicholas Reyes.
0: they hammer that in your head (laughs) so
1: to know his name
0: dude that is that's a a true because everyone's names i feel like they're kind of said under their like under their breath or like just kind of thrown away when they introduce them and they keep the dialogue flowing but reyes reyes reyes
1: reyes (laughs) i like i still don't (laughs) pound it in your head that girl who was in the first episode in the car who fucks her hand up remember after the bomb explodes like She's the one who sets up the meeting with Nicholas. Oh, Williams. I don't know her Who's name.
0: Who's that? Now, apparently she she's married.
1: And in the second episode, who is that?
0: Oh, wait, that's not the... Yeah, you're right, you're right, because I thought that was the the ambassador woman or whatever. Yeah, she's the ambassador, well, right?
1: She is the ambassador woman,
0: but what's her name? Yeah, apparently she's married to Mick November or Mitch Dick November. Mitch,
1: no, fuck Dick, whatever it We're is. We're getting caught up what on this guy's is- name. <laughs> <laughs> They meet this guy who is supposed to be like the communications I guess down in Venezuela or like whatever he does there who spies on people and just basically you knows the country I guess um So anyway,
0: (laughs) basically what he does,
1: they have Filiberto in prison and they want him to drop a sketch of the guy who came up to him and asked him, you know, (laughs) to like be complicit in the murders of the Senator. Right. Um, And so while he's doing that, Jack is on the fucking hunt.
0: Well, Jack and and Greer are back on the hunt lethal weapon style, dude.
1: And Greer tells him, Hey man, maybe you should take a few days off, you know, like your best friend that you talked about very highly is just got killed in front of you. Like, you're in shock like you know take some weeks off but no as he's ready said earlier he is fucking hard for uh for nicholas reyes so he oh, so hard. leave the country until he finds out who killed his friend yeah. so this leads them on a path to i don't know how they even got in contact with uh the the guy the the head of security or whatever because um they are looking for a way to get to Nicholas Reyes because when they meet up with Nicholas Reyes, obviously this guy is like denying it, you know, and, and indicating that he had nothing to do with the senator's death, and he, he's very sorry for their loss.
0: Um, well, they haven't they haven't even actually spoken to him just yet. That gets that's later well, in the episode.
1: I'm gonna get to the part where he shows them the file, uh, indicating that they had caught the supposed killers right uh because earlier in a really weird sort of interrupting scene they just show this army unit
0: okay okay this is what i was gonna ask you what was that scene
1: (laughs) see that's what i was so
0: confused about because he just showed it so randomly yes for the for the listeners there's this venezuelan militia is what it seems like out in the jungle and there one man goes to the bat starts taking a piss out there and the
1: pees on the head of. One I guess of the what are they
0: seals? So they're yeah. they're on Jack Ryan's side. I they just they just throw that scene in there.
1: Well, see, that's what I think they were getting at was so they threw that scene in there, but then they explained it with the meeting with Nicholas Reyes because he gave him the file, indicating that the people that they captured in that jungle. Were uh, responsible for killing the senator.
0: Oh, he gives it to them. He gives that to them later. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Okay.
1: That explains that scene. When I (laughs) saw it, it is so out of context that you're like, "I have what the fuck are you even showing me
0: right now?" Right. But then, but then they call they call back on it later in the at the end of the episode, and I was like, "Wait, what is he giving them?"
1: so, So then it turns out that the CI, the head of security, I guess, was heading that mission to kill these people. Uh. and um they know that he's involved with basically trying to uh trying to throw off the scent of you know the mm. senator and and who was involved with that okay um so okay so then we basically jack ryan looks at that information he's like this is fucking bullshit
0: well wait let's and, get to the part where we're glossing over the guy at the temp the guy in florida Uh,
1: i I think that's just a whole side on its own
0: well i dipped into i dipped into the next episode and they get involved a little bit um interesting okay but the the inner the the interaction with those two guys i mean i told you before the episode there was a whole list of great military why that i thought the military inserted into these these uh (laughs) I, I could that into the show and that interaction between those guys is really interesting too because that guy are they characters from the first season like we're supposed to know who they are I, I, I think
1: I don't know they inter- introduce him in a way that makes it seem like you're supposed to know them so it's it's a, yeah. an African American gentleman who is like a scuba diver who works on people's yachts or something he was an ex-seal
0: um, ex-seal
1: this- or no he was going to be a seal he, passed, oh, right. he didn't pass though but
0: uh, no he passed he, because the guy that comes to him is like I've seen you do some amazing shit out there, and this is the quote: the military guy, who's I guess his name is Matisse, he tells him he's like, you know how much we rocked that Cambodia mission, and I that only led me to believe that they just invaded some part of Cambodia and just fucking yeah. tore apart a small village. So that, but I love the way that he put. Remember when we rocked that Cambodian exactly. mission? Literally exactly. says rock, And then this guy just keeps pestering him and pestering him and then another quote that he tells him
1: dude who's just trying to forget about
0: and make an honest living he's taking care of his grandma he's chilling I mean like he gets harassed a little bit by rich owners, but like everybody de- gets like welcome to the real world, dude.
1: That's but, class. That's the class aspect that he should get involved with. Yeah. Not the fucking <laughs> sinking back into the military.
0: Yeah, not humanizing him. You're being humanized right now. But then there's another the thing. Other quote? The other, the next one in that first, the last interaction was that uh, he's like, I'm sure you get tons of pussy. Like he's oh, doing yeah. everything in his power to get this poor boat, honest boat liver. Maker guy, fucking back into some crazy mission into some country he has he cares nothing about,
1: and that's what's so crazy about it because you know that I I wonder how many conversations like that happen in people's homes across the U.S. that these people were involved in some sort of covert operations overseas, so like they just get hit up one day out of the blue by these guys who are like, Hey. We're about to fuck it. like It's almost like, hey, it's just a couple of guys doing a backpacking trip in <laughs> right. dude. Are you
0: down? Are you down? You, you're and, an excellent worker. I can trust you. Come along.
1: Exactly. And it's like, they treat it like that in a way where it makes it fun, like a camping trip. And it's like, dude, you're about to go to another country to just destabil- or Do destabilization, violence, violence commit uh, fucking assassinations, like anything that your superiors tell you at that point. And... I just thought it was so interesting that, like, this guy, it, they almost make it seem like the African-American gentleman denying uh, this man as a bad thing.
0: Like, yeah, it's dishonorable. He
1: is, is disho- exactly, dishonorable, or that he should be ashamed of himself. Because they... Not he- at- immediately saying yes to it
0: yeah because the black time. guy says no and then and later in the show towards the end they they encounter each other again
1: strong in the first encounter yeah he's he like no fuck that tells me get the fuck out of my house like not even taking any consideration of it the guy's about to leave him like a message he's like no, nope, take that with you then get the fuck out yeah
0: like i'm, like, I'm, I'm not gonna take i don't it. i don't want it yeah and, he, and then later he confronts him with a fat wad of cash to the which the black guys remain strong. He's like, dude, I don't I don't want your cash and then he's like, Man, let me tell you about this, like what it means to be a seal. I've seen people quit. And he's just re glorifying how badass it is to just go and kill people and the like yeah the way that they like frame it it's like you know what that you are right like i do want to be honorable like what am i doing with my life like it just, it's just like totally. this weird like subliminal messaging for people to nothing feel
1: else for him except for this yeah it?
0: exactly it's like what else what are you doing like you've put yourself in his shoes wouldn't you want to do have some purpose exactly. in life very strange subliminal shit going on lifestyle. there yeah Interesting.
1: No, I think it's very, it's gross because it just like, it really shows the majority of like working class individuals who get exploited by that messaging of yeah, exactly. becoming exactly. honorable and heroic. And then and
0: what you're doing but, isn't.
1: Exactly. Like, remember that when that same guy, he's in his house and they just show the panorama of all the medals and all right. the pictures of his glory days basically, and the mm-hmm. fact that he has to remind him, like, you come from a, a military family, right? You know, and it's like, dude, this is just another exploitive way to get this working class person to join your fucking violent cause for who? For who? In
0: yeah, for who? Yeah,
1: benefiting.
0: Ask no who? questions because your boy who you rocked the world with is coming back in and recruiting you back in. But does it matter That's where good. we're going? It's going to be badass, better than this. So anyway, that
1: explains that whole side feature
0: to. The no, I said I watched a little bit of the third episode, so we'll get we'll see their purpose okay. shortly.
1: Um, but yeah, that kind of like yeah. Anyway, <laughs> back to the,
0: back to the main uh, storyline. The the th- main story, yeah. So, Jen, so Jack then, is he's going deep cover on some sort of boat, which I thought was hilarious because he's the tallest, whitest dude there. Why you just and he just he, he just picks up a hard hat up and, up and up a vest and he's yeah. like, I'm cool. No one says anything for the most part. No he gets one. deep into the boat and then gets confronted by Emotep from fucking The Mummy, which is a great <laughs> cameo, I thought. <laughs> That's hilarious. like, give me I some ID. There's a little confrontation there. And then Harriet, who is... Uh,
1: and who shows up? Who of all people shows up?
0: Harriet. Naomi Repis. Yes. What's her name is Harriet. Lee <laughs> Klein. Yeah.
1: What three names we are given throughout the episode that I'm i took me
0: I, I had to look up her, her name is. i'm telling you it's hard to remember their names basically they they meet up with each other she tells him she's a spy she has information about reyes smuggling she weapons for in
1: the german cia basically yeah uh, called ksk or something like that
0: yeah or something like that
1: some shit like that
0: um and, and they're basically bargaining um, to bring reyes in and basically have free free range to do whatever they want for some sort of deal she's giving them information she's bugging um i think she's the one right Uh, who ubari but she's the reason that or she's the way that he does get bugged right so she's feeding them his his transmission right um so then they
1: well also because you find out that she is in venezuela because we met her in the first episode yeah she's well she's well she she bugged him languages yeah oh well that's it but that's we do we know that in the first episode? Yeah, you
0: see him? you see your bug him bug bug oh, Jack. Okay. Um so then cut oh, to okay. cut to Greer, oh. Jack, and Mick November listening to Ubari's uh discussion with his wife about how Reyes isn't fit to run, be president, he's not the man he used to be, and blinded by his power. Also more propaganda against Reyes the whole time in the show. He's a giant Bond villain. Um they end their transmission and <laughs> And the first thing that Jack says, "This proves Ray has killed Jimmy." It's like, what, dude? Like, how does that? <laughs> how did you? That said
1: nothing. Yeah,
0: nothing of. Never
1: once did he mention the U.S. senator's name. Never. Never once did he mention anything about uh, doing like an attack, planning an attack nothing of it nothing of the sort it was just merely a guy revealing his own insecurities about his leader <laughs>
0: government and right. his
1: leadership in general so and it's like
0: but when you're horny jack, dude i remember how it used to be to get those kind of boners jack is all he's <laughs> thinking about is just coming for reyes <clears throat> literally and just coming.
1: like immediately just slams it it's rage.
0: <laughs> yeah, I started laughing at dude cuz I,
1: like, I did too, cuz I was like are you fucking kidding me? And um but it's funny Go ahead. Well, I just think it's interesting that like the position that Greer kind of plays I've noticed in even just these first two episodes, mm-hmm. he's almost like this tag along to uh, to Jack Ryan's persona and yeah. ideology, like he's almost like on his shoulder in a way and he totally. just kind of offers these quick little uh, quips about con- about like having a conscience and stuff and it, it does nothing to hinder him from what he's doing. It's like you're just elevating this guy's uh, persona and, and yeah. inflating his ego to the point where he thinks he can do whatever the fuck he wants in this country. Right. You know? And they go to basically do that by uh, kidnapping the head of security basically in a really stupid well like before Obvious before
0: way. we before we move on from the scene where they're listening in on ubari uh oh yes Good. there's another funny quote that i feel like was also added by you know military um uh-huh. and it, it mick november's like how did you get this and like where are you getting this bug from and he's like oh i have confident a resource. confident resource he's like you slept with a foreign agent and gave up intel he's like uh it was two different times like and i just wanted yeah, it just those further two separate things it just further proves how fucking cool jack is in this whole episode this whole show <laughs>
1: And the the one little sort of comedic relief they have is when they're in the car and um, no Mick Dick November whatever is like, "Hey, y'all married? Y'all <laughs> have wives?"
0: Oh right, yeah, that was weird. I I never do. It's
1: like, "No, I'm divorced." And and Ryan, I keep wanting him to call wanting to call him Helper, but uh, and then Jack Ryan's like, "No, I'm single." And then it's just quiet. And then oh, okay, good talk
0: yeah well okay. then that's when we discover that this when we discover that Mick is uh it's Mike November I saw it in my Mike. note right here Mike okay okay <laughs> <Mick>. <laughs> close enough um that's when we discover that he had he used to be married to the ambassador to the Fort of Middle Venezuela woman. yeah yeah okay. yeah but um
1: to add that just to let you know hey, yeah. twice
0: perfect. divorced um so yeah then Who's they ca- fucking not feminist <laughs> So then they capture right. Then they go cut to the scene so of them. So
1: then they yeah. So this is when they cut to the barrio scene. You know they got to have the barrio at least once in the in the show. That's what uh, you- <laughs> which is a soccer game, and basically the head of security is is playing a little you know little game of football. And
0: uh, at You're the so end
1: of the game, he gets back in his car and he's driving home. And what do you know? His car just stops in the middle of the fucking dark ass street and. He takes his gun out and knowingly that there might be some goons around. You know, you never know. Uh,
0: Especially in Venezuela, car. dude. Never wa- never know. You
1: never know. There are people eating rats there. So
0: you Eating gotta zoo animals.
1: Out. So a me- he calls a mechanic. The mechanic comes. Uh, and, you know, he's like looking at his car. And he's like, hey, I can't fix it here. Come to my shop. Uh, which is... Right when I heard that, I was like, okay, this guy's obviously working with, you know, the CIA or something, you know, like, yeah. why does he want him there? Which the head of security also recognizes and is like, you can't fix it here. And mechanic tells him no, so they go back to his shop. Mechanic leads him all the way upstairs to the back office, which by the time you get to just the stairs, if I was that head of security guy, I would have just like, okay, dude, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. yeah. Uh, Which was really weird the way they led him all the way up there. And then he gets to the office. Oh, who do you know who's there? Fucking (laughs) Mike November, Greer, and Jack Ryan. And they're all waiting for him.
0: All hard as a rock.
1: Uh, And I fucking... Honestly, I can't stand in shows like this. Like I get the point if you're going to be in a different foreign country to like try and at least speak the language, but... Greer's, when he starts speaking Spanish, I was just like, dude, just don't give him those lines to say (laughs) in Spanish. Like, it was awful. It just sounded so, like, harsh on my ears
0: like right. very descriptive and like you know he does those are the only line only words he knows in spanish
1: exactly and it was just it was really funny to hear that because it was like oh my god dude i get it like you're in this country you got to look like you know what you're doing you know right and it's just like again giving him this like meaningless purpose throughout the fucking uh throughout the episode it seems <laughs> um
0: yeah we'll get to oh, go ahead
1: even Jack Ryan doesn't speak Spanish to him. He just stays quiet the whole time, you know? He's, right. he's smart. But he has the, his, his dumbass partner speak the broken Spanish. Uh, so anyway, they couch the head of security. They play the tape for him that they secured from, uh, from the woman who worked for the German intelligence. And uh, they tell him to take that back to Obari and use that as leverage against Nicolas Reyes and um well it'd be towards when,
0: a, to, towards your body to join him them right because they're like hey, yo look like you're gonna be fucking ousted if you well that's what i mean
1: use it against your body to corner him right as to like as
0: a to like, make them like an a- a- to make him, to him an asset basically yeah
1: yes exactly and um so then they let him go after that and um then what the fuck happens
0: they oh, let him and go find out well, that's when so we cut I to them know, real quick, and I just saw the the black guy's name. It's Bishop, of course. Um, then we cut to that yeah, scene, I think. Yeah. <laughs> the uh, second,
1: I was like thinking, is this X Men? Like, I think I'm the add like X Men in this already.
0: Oh, one hundred percent. And then I don't, yeah, I don't remember what happens between that.
1: It's kind of a mess. Yeah,
0: because then that. the last oh, thing wow. I rem- remember is them going meeting with the the ambassador and start, and they finally speak to Reyes. And, yes. that's and that's the part where we see him we're talking about. give him right. the intel, right and then this yes. ambassador leaves and dude, any chance that Jack yet can fuck to fuck Reyes, stands up confronts him, lets him know I know you killed Ray. I know you killed him he
1: leans into his ear to whisper to him.
0: yeah, basically gives him Wish. a little kiss on the cheek he's like, I know you did it baby
1: which I thought was funny because Greer was like, hey, what'd you tell him? And it's like, you couldn't hear that, dude? Like, he said it pretty fucking loud.
0: Does it, like, yeah, you know, I thought that was not. strange. Oh, well, before that, too, the cunning that Jack is, he fucking grabs the guy's right arm, who was... Who, <laughs> who Philberto said was that. attacked. Yeah, and he's like, ah! And then they just dipped.
1: That was... So dumb. Uh, that was such a dumb scene because the way that, like, <laughs> he walks to him and he just, like, stares at him for a little bit and then just reaches for his arm and, like, squeezing him. you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I was like, what is going on, you know? Right. He's doing this in front of the president. You don't think that guy's going to notice that you're it's, squeezing this guy? There
0: are, so, you know, I, 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 I tried to think, <sighs> I tried to Some look spy. at it. I tried to look at it objectively and be like, okay, t- if you take Venezuela out, and you take the it, it being a direct portrayal of the CIA. Would this be a good show? And the answer is no, because it's just shit like that. It's just so poorly jumbled together that
1: it's very cheesy. It, it's
0: very easily forgettable. It's not very well shot, and it's just so cliche of like a little military spy movie or spy Absolutely. show, I guess.
1: And then, so after that, they leave because Nicholas Reyes has to attend his guinness Oh, I love this part uh, coming up. And um. That's when. Wait, what part?
0: The just the last, the last act, if you will, of uh, oh, this episode. Okay,
1: yeah. So then, <laughs> uh, they go. I think Jack Ryan and Greer. Oh yeah, that's so
0: when. That's leave. when he asks them, like, "What'd you tell him?" And then he said,
1: "Yes." And then, but he calls. Uh, what's it called? Mike he November. Calls, Mike November tells him to go to Filiberto, which is the chief of police, and show him the picture of um, of the head of security to see if whether or not this guy killed his family because during that whole altercation of uh, the head of security killing this guy's family, he got bit by a dog, which is the reason why Jack Ryan squeezes his arm so violently in (laughs) that way uh, and that weird part. But anyway, um, after they, after he calls them, they head back to their hotel and while they're, uh,
0: well, actually, basically, we mike, go, you go, and mike, mike goes lo-
1: to show the picture first. Yeah, you find out
0: Filberto's um, dead. Um, then it, it starts cutting in, cutting back and forth between Ubari, you know, grimacing at, at Reyes as he's welcoming his, his daughter into womanhood, and it's cutting to him being, you know, the, the nice Nicholas Reyes, the father, but who's also the evil villain. Then it cuts back to Jack going into his room then back to Obari, looking at a
1: very lackluster kind of homage to godfather and yes like and
0: just and just any of the exactly any of those scenes where like a hit's being put on somebody and you get (laughs) the juxtaposition of him being a normal a real person without the evilness to him Uh,
1: with my family but i'm still fucking
0: yeah i I have honor but i kill motherfuckers basically what that's so then we do that and then you jack steps into his room the you know just the smart ass motherfucker that he is he already knows something's a mess in his room there's something going on Hmm,
1: he's like running water
0: strange let me go check it out directly first i thought he's uh, supposed to be a cia badass kind of just leaves himself open then he gets attacked he's being attempted to be drowned Um, uh he's
1: I thought it was hilarious because it's like, so this guy just left that running the entire time to wait for, how did he know he was going to walk up to it to look inside to turn it off?
0: And why would you, just yeah, that's.
1: Hoping for this guy to do that so you could just dunk him into the sink or whatever. Exa- again, like,
0: lazy, jumbled mess.
1: sloppiest, <laughs> sloppiest way to kill
0: someone. The sl- sloppiest assassination attempt scene. Anyways, they're fighting it out um jack well, is good tra- comedic material jack, very much so jack is calling out to greer and then we cut to greer reading what was he reading the quran or something because it was in arabic and he what had beads what in what the
1: fuck was he reading
0: he had beads it in his hands. Like so it was some sort of form of prayer which i thought was strange to just throw that in there like
1: i thought that was extremely strange because okay, i'm glad again, you caught it <laughs> This show has absolutely no context. Sometimes it just <laughs> Well,
0: maybe because we haven't seen the first season.
1: You to get it. No, fuck that. Dude. You sh- You either show and explain or don't.
0: <laughs> true. With that, something so important. That's
1: what they're doing. They're just not explaining. You know?
0: Right. Right. True. It's
1: just really hard to really. It's hard to understand. Who this guy is. I don't know who Greer is. Greer is like <laughs> such an enigma to me, dude. Is he even real in the show? Is Jack Ryan just imagining Greer? And everybody's just going along with him?
0: Dude, I think that's... They're like, oh
1: yeah, your black friend, Greer. It's like, Jack, you don't...
0: There is no Greer. Like there never don't was don't like a Greer. You. you
1: don't know any black people. I don't
0: know any black... <laughs> oh but anyways uh, anyway, so yeah cuts from but this is uh, this is forward. this is more to the enigma <laughs> the validation that he's in jack's head <laughs> It's a funny preface to what happens in the last scene because Jack basically fights off his attacker, stabs him in the eye, and Jack comes to try and—I mean—Greer comes to try and help, but does absolutely nothing. Nothing. The guy just runs runs, past him. (laughs) Right.
1: Runs out of the room in front of him. In
0: front of him, and he's like, Jack (laughs) goes after him, immediately loses him, and then has a heart attack midway. (laughs) loses it like in the dude did has this guy seen the show because of they did not portray his character useful not, at all
1: it, not at all and it's like <laughs> but how it's just funny that an agent
0: because like, <laughs> he's in Jack's head dude because he's
1: not an agent he's a figment of Jack's imagination
0: all of this maybe maybe no,
1: maybe no one really interacts with greer besides <laughs> jack for
0: the most part that's so true dude <laughs> because I even really in the first,
1: hope I'm not making this. Up, even in the first,
0: even in the first episode, that's Jack and Greer. Jack talks to Greer first, and then they all go out, and the senator kind of goes along with like, he's like, "Oh, this yeah, is my friend like, Greer," like, and he like just shows friend? up. He knows where Jack is at at this weird, obscure local bar. Exactly. Wow, nice. dude, we've just made this show a whole lot more interesting. Damn.
1: We stepped it up for
0: them, dude.
1: I just love that he yeah he has a heart attack in the middle of the street trying to catch this guy, and then
0: because he was reading the Quran and not before, the Bible.
1: Jack's just like, "What's what's wrong? Were you hit? Were you hit?
0: Get off <laughs> me! Like, Get, Get off of me. me! Yeah, <laughs> were you hit? <laughs> Holy shit, man! That's so hilarious that this and is a, he's that's a how
1: it ends basically.
0: <laughs> well then, it, well then, this is the last quote. The last send off is Jack confronts. Uh, what's her name? Uh Numi. oh that's right, that's right. Yes. And I there I don't know who she's looking for, this guy named Mags. Her
1: story is so, every scene she's in, she is getting confronted for her lies.
0: Yeah. It's like, literally.
1: Every scene you've been in, you've lied to me about who you are, and I am like just don't care for your character anymore because it is getting so confusing to keep track of you.
0: Yeah, uh, you're right. And it
1: turns out she is fucking Sexually attracted to Jack and Hagar's character, or something, or she had like some so that's who she's after, where they both were in the German CIA. Oh,
0: that's who the guy is. That's that's Mags or Max or something. Oh, that makes a lot more sense of why she's there.
1: Because they were both in the German CIA again, right? They apparently committed some overseas atrocities,
0: which he took. And you would form. think in the episode two they would show some follow up to that assailant, like they just he just not. I see- thought
1: he was the one who was attacking Jack Ryan.
0: No, because the guy had like brown eyes.
1: Oh, okay. Because I did notice they kept showing his eyes. And yeah. I thought, okay, it wasn't blue eyes. He wasn't blue eyed
0: I don't think so. But then again, Jack does come to her with a sketch rendition of a some sort of an attacker
1: well because he got that from well because okay again no context (laughs) is explained but i'm I'm assuming that he finds out after their attack that filiberto is dead and that they were just going to take the sketch to him about the yeah ah so that's it i got got, you but then he goes
0: is this mags and then she's like yes but then he's like no then he pro right
1: no context, but I'm assuming he went and got the photo and brought it back to her. How he knew they were interrelated, I don't uh, I don't know.
0: Well, cause it, it, it's back to when they have this conversation by the boat where they look so inconspicuous.
1: Um, <laughs> right at the entrance.
0: <laughs> these two whitest people in this country. The um, but yeah, the, the, my favorite quote at the end, just to tie it up for that, was, I have no reason to believe you and less reason to trust you. Storms off. And then not even, like, a gentle pan or, like, fade away. Just show ends. Hit credits. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> <laughs> not even, like, a graceful, you know, like, send off how they usually do or, like, an abrupt, like, classy one. It was just. Totally. Okay, oh, show's over. Go wait for the next episode to come out. Oh, wait, you don't have to because it all came <laughs> out at one time. Oh, so that's Jack Ryan episode two in a nutshell, <laughs> dude. I had to watch it in two sittings because of the difficulty that that show has on my mental capacity
1: again the context is everything and nothing to the show
0: (laughs) i mean i'm excited to keep getting into it
1: oh i really am too because i'm just like now this story's going on a very interesting path
0: well now now that you said that greer's in his head it may may all be in his head
1: uh, that i think is probably pivotal to the show now I'm going to keep my be- eye open for how many interactions <laughs> Greer actually has with the other characters to uh. make me believe that, you know. Like, remember when he, like, he, he uh, is the one who reveals to Mike that it was that girl, it was Nomi Repus' character who gave him the, the uh, audio um, thing, the audio information.
0: He's the one that
1: tells he, Mike? Yeah, he was like, oh, five foot four, dark hair, uh, boots or whatever, long coat.
0: Well, she Ryan's could also like, be in his oh, head. Yeah, she know. she could also be in Jack Ryan's head too. Who else has interacted with her? Nobody.
1: Well, just him, I guess. Just, yeah, just Jack. Actually.
0: But so of, of course, again, it would I make sense saw that his her
1: do some action. She actually well, physically assaulted someone. That Whereas, could
0: have been who Jack. Were, who who else saw who saw her assault? the man that she saved Jack from.
1: You're getting a little too ahead of yourself. <laughs> Let's keep it to the Greer only as the figment of imagination because this gentleman has...
0: done. But I like been. to think that Jack is just going off... The fuck, he's losing his mind and he has this vendetta against Reyes who is actually helping the country and it's all in his head and he's forcing... Because he's in a position of authority, people around him to spy on I them. I mean,
1: that's... <laughs> I, that's basically everyone in the cia right like, true i feel that like hysteria that
0: shared hysteria sort of
1: it's like this yeah shared hysteria and shared remorse for what they have to do it's like <laughs> you don't understand i have to do this
0: <laughs> i don't want to be yeah because th- there's a scene where jack calls the senator who authorized them to even go to venezuela
1: yes that guy yes and, and he's, he's like, like whatever oh, you need been on a plane by
0: now he's like there's some shit i gotta take care of revenge i get it Anything you need anything you need you give me a call. What does that mean?
1: It means oh I'm going I'm about to fucking kill the president of You this need
0: some country. arms I got you. You need more oh. troops down? I got you. you Cuz you're my boy. You need,
1: you need some air support?
0: Hit me up. You prevented a 9/11, something worse than 9/11. So anything you need, bud. Oh. Well, I'm enjoying the show a lot. <laughs> <laughs> more so now that I'm adding my own plot line to it.
1: I'm committed to making it better than what it is.
0: <laughs> we should just add we should pitch to Jim Helper uh, to John Krasinski if we can uh, redo the show to where he's a lunatic. He'd say no.
2: <laughs> you pro- we
1: should just make a side movie about him being a uh, his own uh covert soldier. I mean Jack Ryan was Tom Cruise
0: missions. at one point. We can just make our own Jack Ryan.
1: It, that is true.
0: He is just a character. He's just a figment of Tom Clancy's imagination. So, he is
1: just an economics professor.
0: <laughs> he doesn't even know. have any experience on the field. Bright boy. Well, there it is, dude. There's the Jack Ryan report. Ten Hut. Thank you for your vet service, Jack. Ten Hut. Do you think the troops like that show? Oh, they got to do right. Like, you think that was the most streamed show on Veterans Day?
1: Apparently, they like Punisher.
0: Well, of course like, they like Punisher. That's not a surprise.
1: True. But, I mean, that is funny that it's like, I don't want this w- wimpy-ass <clears throat> shit. If is, I think Jack Ryan's more so for the think tank people and the guys who work in offices and, you know, who crunch the numbers. And it's like, we're the real heroes. You know, all the nerds <laughs> who are
0: like. All the beta we're asses. are the
1: real stars.
0: Yep. All yeah, the exactly. beta males in America. This one's for you, boys. Let's hear it let's hear it for the boys oh let's give the balls a hand yeah all right well that's it for me dude uh you can keep going for this podcast <laughs> i don't know what you want to do for the rest of your evening but i'm good uh how about you
1: yeah that's i think that was good we uh kind of tied that one off pretty neatly
0: yeah we did we gave it a nice little jack rainbow
1: yeah we talked about jack ryan we talked about that <laughs> Greta. We talked about uh, <laughs> lots of good things this this episode.
0: Uh, should we go, should we send it off with another maga challenge?
1: Yes, give me another hit me with that maga kid. I'm a maga kid.
0: No, I'm not gonna do no maga. So listen
1: up, Greta. This is what I got to say. We're God's warriors, and we're gonna stay.
0: What was the other play. one that, Are you are, <laughs> are you being mind controlled or what?
1: Oh yeah, you're just a brainwashed puppet. Oh, there who you was <laughs> i'm a maga kid i'm a maga kid
0: have you heard of the maga challenge let's see i like it when best
1: maga that first one seemed or the second one seemed good
0: which one this one best maga compilation okay Ooh, that guy looked good oh is this some QAnon code what was that
2: a supremacist i am a conservative and socialism is my nemesis the mega challenge (laughs) is exciting other times hip-hop community supported trump but now they tear him down no matter what they say i will not be afraid to speak even though i see antifa causing violence in the streets and socialism is a catalyst for communism they lure you in by promising you free stuff and then when you go an end they switch it up they take the welfare away and then you're out of luck now you attempt to climb as high as the rate you try but there's no opportunity sir. Socialism for you S- damn, damn, shots
1: fired.
2: Jason
0: <laughs> was a Gentile. <laughs> that was a good one. Nah, this one sucks. Oh, God. This probably won't get flagged for any of these lunatics. Whoa. Ho- <laughs> fuck yeah. Is that Sammy Hagar? God damn this one's long but this I like this part right here. Whatever this guy's coming up I'm about I'm for it.
1: Yeah, it look like Bake Alaska. Trump what
0: up? Trump what up? I'm tuning to see what they say next.
1: They call me homophobic but I love gay sex. They call me racist but black drag
0: My wife's son's black.
1: And I don't get it. They call me anti-Semitic, but I love Jews. Honestly no one's above Jews. Israel's the greatest ally our country could ever.
0: <laughs> God damn. a body
1: bag. Give them all our money, 11 million a day. Man, that's not enough. We need a triple the pay. And Whoa. the best thing I'm going to say before I go away is <clears throat> I don't mind being replaced as long as it's legal, And it's a hey, the intro, that
0: mega boy. Hey, tell me what you want. I'm Where's your jam, dude?
1: Interesting. The- interesting thoughts. Provoking.
0: Very interesting thoughts. Very, I don't think that these people are very in. Formed kind of thoughts but it's okay we'll let them Damn, have they their piece.
1: really know what socialism is yeah. and i'm so glad i was well informed on what socialism does
0: and how cool israel is
1: they give you a bunch of free stuff but take away the welfare state <laughs> which is like <laughs> they promise you a bunch of free welfare stuff state is.
0: no but they're promising the it and then they lie to you that's the point that's the oh, point. Okay. The yeah. socialist lie to me.
1: That's what that dumbass fucking Greta wants
0: for you. <laughs> Greta is an enemy of this podcast, so I'm saying it right now.
1: <laughs> Greta, you are not welcome here.
0: You are a direct threat to Third World Ballers, and you are not welcome to listen to this show. You Don't
1: stup- you dare put those earbuds in.
0: Oh <laughs> uh, well that's Third World Ballers for this week, listeners. Thank you guys for tuning in. It was very much fun. Please don't boo us like they booed Drake at Camp Flogna. And uh, enjoy the rest of your week. Caesar, so anything else? Uh,
1: send us your best MAGA challenges. Oh, you
0: we'll know what? I would love that. On, That's a great there. idea. Please send us your best MAGA challenges. Uh, if- that that's a genius idea. If you just idea. have
1: videos, if you saw one that was a great mega challenge, let us know cuz we would love to flag it and play it <laughs> uh, and sing to it and dance to it. And uh, also go ahead. If you want to tell Greta what's up, if you want to tell Greta what the fuck is up,
0: we'll put her handle in so, the description.
1: Yeah, put her on there. Put that bitch I'm gonna on. I'm going to put
0: there. that stupid little bitch on blast.
1: Again, again. We are merely mocking the people who talk about her that way.
0: No, we're fucking not.
1: I myself love Greta. I find her very sweet.
0: Greta's a dumb
2: slut.
0: I'm ending it like that. Goodbye, listeners. Thank you.